COVID-19 is presenting us with a lot of questions, but few answers. It's fueled fear, stress, and anxiety for all of us. WBEZ's Carrie Shepard reports on some strategies to address our mental health during this time. In the early 90s, Judith Moskowitz was doing research during another major health crisis, the AIDS epidemic. Moskowitz is a social scientist who teaches at Northwestern University. Back then, she was interviewing men who were taking care of their sick partners. It started out as a study of stress and coping. Tell us something that was stressful in the past week. And it was really a dark, dark time. Really hard. Moskowitz says she and other researchers talked to caregivers about coping strategies. But early on, she was surprised when the interview subjects told her this. You're not asking us about the good things that are happening, and we want to talk about those. So Moskowitz and her colleagues added a question to the interview. Tell us something positive and meaningful that helped you get through the day. She says 99% of the time, the caregivers were able to come up with something positive, even if their partner had just died. Sometimes it was related to their caregiving, like making their sick partner's favorite meal. Sometimes it was simple, a nice sunset or a good cup of coffee. That really opened our eyes to, one, humans are incredible, and two, there are honestly always good things happening. And as hard as it can seem when you're in the midst of something stressful, there's always something good. Moskowitz learned that looking to the good moments builds resilience, and positive emotions play a critical role when confronting stress. Of course, she recognizes it's a balance of looking for the good, but also accepting the reality that stuff is really, really hard, especially during a pandemic when there are so many unknowns. The feeling of not having any control is part of what contributes to our anxiety. That's Lynn Bufka. Bufka is with the American Psychological Association, and she specializes in anxiety. She says when the anxiety takes hold, stop and think about what you can control. We do have control over our access to information. So choose smart access in terms of how much information, when, what sources. Bufka suggests keep it local. Follow how the coronavirus is affecting your town or state rather than reading every article about every possible symptom of the virus. She also says there are four areas to monitor. How am I sleeping? How's my diet? Am I physically active? Finally. Am I maintaining social interaction? This is where the coronavirus throws us off course. We aren't seeing our colleagues or a regular bus driver or friends at the gym. We're isolated and separated. Bufka and other experts suggest a little creativity. Whether it's a virtual happy hour or a virtual coffee hour or whether it's using Zoom and having dinner together. Of course, Many people don't have friends or family to call. Alexa James says call her and her colleagues. James runs the National Alliance on Mental Illness Chicago, or NAMI. She says calls to their free helpline have increased, and they're hearing from people who haven't had mental health challenges before. We can do calls, and if people need to check in every single day, we have the capacity to do that. What we can help people do is build out that schedule and get creative about how they're connecting to individuals. James says this period of uncertainty could be good in terms of peeling away some of the stigma people may feel when they identify as anxious or depressed. I think that normalizing is huge, that nobody feels that they have to hide their anxiety, that they have to pretend that they're not impacted by this. 
The coronavirus pandemic is affecting all of us. So acknowledging that could go a long way. You feeling okay, though? That's Alexa at the end of our interview asking me how I'm doing. I'm okay. And talking with her helped. Carrie Shepard, WBEZ News.